I'm Jack Thompson, and this is my quest for truth. I don't know where this journey will take us, but I know one thing for sure. Truth seldom lives within the orthodoxy. Let's look behind the curtain, shall we? We very well may not find the truth there either, or perhaps instead we will find clues. Clues that may just send us down the road less traveled by. My guess is that will make all the difference. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the pilot episode of the Cognitive Dissonance Podcast. I'm Jack Thompson, and uh, really excited uh, for this journey that we're going to take together. And I thought I'd give you a little bit of background on this podcast and let you know a little bit about the impetus and the inspiration for uh, the, the topics we're going to discuss and um, a little bit of background maybe about me. This podcast has been in the works for, gosh, a, a good six months. And my initial inspiration was anger uh, over the COVID situation. And you know, based on everything that I believe, everything that I'm obsessed with and really into, anger is sort of the antithesis to what I believe. And it's been a real moral dilemma for me and a real internal battle to, for lack of a better way of putting it, fight this anger that I have. I sincerely believe, and we'll get into this on the podcast in later episodes, but I really believe that stress, anxiety, anger, confrontation, all these things truly affect our bodies in a biological way. And we all know that makes us feel bad when we're in a bad mood or when we're stressed or we're angry at our boss or our spouse or our kids. You know, those those feelings aren't pleasant to deal with. But, you know, I think a lot of us think that, well, it sucks at the time, but, you know, you get over it and you move on and it doesn't have a lasting impact. And I certainly don't think that we typically consider the health ramifications. I know some of us do, but I think in general, it's not something that uh, the average person really considers. And I know I didn't for years until I stumbled upon some really amazing, um, you know, authors, podcasters, um, physicians uh, that I now follow and uh, am big believers in their methodology. So I've really come to believe that Anger and any kind of unpleasant feelings really affect your biology. They certainly affect your spirit and your ability to live this life to the fullest and become everything that God intended you to be. Uh, But I also think it affects your hormones, which have a cascading effect on your overall health. And I do think that fear has played a huge part in this pandemic story. And I think that this idea is not taken seriously. Uh, I don't think it's studied enough, certainly not in the mainstream, and it's certainly not taught in medical schools. Uh, And it's not generally something that 
physicians are going to take particularly seriously. Uh, they all know that stress can lead to um, coronary artery disease and, and heart disease. And, you know, they may prescribe you a, a medication to deal with that. But you know, generally speaking, I don't think that most phys- physicians really consider that maybe the reason we get sick is because we have a compromised immune system, largely resulting from anxiety, fear, anger, and all these things. So I'm not saying that necessarily fear is the cause of COVID or fear and stress and anxiety are the causes of the pandemic, but I do think it's worth consideration and I do think it plays a major, major role. And so we'll get into that with some really amazing guests, but that kind of leads me into my internal battle with the theme of this podcast. My initial thought was that I would interview experts that are questioning the narrative um, and this this covers an array of topics, you know, everything from the PCR test uh, to the nature of illness, the nature of immunity, what is a virus, uh, to the vaccines, to the CDC and the NIH and the WHO, uh, to the politicians, all the things at play. There's so many elements to this story that it gets a little confusing, and um, I understand that not everyone takes a deep dive on any or certainly not all of these issues, and I do think that most people, when they hear some of the things we're going to talk about on this show, reject it automatically because it's not what they were taught in school. It's not what their doctor told them. It's not what they hear on TV and on social media. It's not what they hear around the water cooler at work. It's just not something that we can accept as even plausible or remotely possible. So some of these ideas, which I rejected at first, that I thought were crazy when I first heard them, I had a slow evolution to the point where I am now where I have completely accepted some of these notions that I once thought were absolutely insane. And that was the inspiration for the title of the podcast, Cognitive Dissonance. The idea that most people, most humans, when encountered with sort of a counter-narrative or an idea, a philosophy, a theory, a fact that is in opposition to what they know, quote-unquote, to be true, uh, they cannot even begin to consider it. And this is the phenomenon psychologists refer to as cognitive dissonance, and I may be butchering that. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a physician. But generally speaking, I think that captures um, what that term means. And I do think that there is an unprecedented amount of cognitive dissonance uh, across the world, and it has caused, obviously, such a divide within countries, within our own cities, and within our local schools, and in the workplace. It is the most polarizing issue 
I've ever encountered, and it's not even close. You know, we thought the the the, the Trump uh, Biden election was polarizing, or the racial tension in this country uh, last summer. You know, those are divisive issues, but I personally think it, it pales in comparison to this issue because these concepts that we're going to talk about are so foreign and so counter what we know to be true, what our teachers told us, what the media tells us, etc. So I say all that with the idea and the understanding that not everybody's going to like what I say and not everyone's going to like what my guests have to say. And I am cool with that. And I've decided that on this podcast, I'm going to be completely real. I'm going to tell you what I really think, no matter how nutty it may sound. And I'll also give you the caveat that I may well be wrong about some of these things. I am not an expert. You know, my one, I guess, superpower, for lack of a better term, is that when I'm into something, I am all in. I am all in, and it is not enough for me to have a cursory understanding. It's not enough for me to have a relatively deep understanding or a little bit better than the average. I'm all in, and it probably is not a healthy thing because I do tend to obsess over whatever I'm into. I would argue, and I happen to believe, that it's what keeps me going. It's what gives me purpose. It's sort of, I don't want to say it's my reason for living. I have four amazing children and an awesome wife, and I love my life in many ways, but uh, this is what gives me a sense of purpose, uh, a sense of direction. And uh, I think to a large extent defines who I am. So my latest obsession is holistic, alternative, I hate that term, different ways of dealing with health, um, certainly physical, uh, certainly emotional and spiritual. I love biohacking, um, and I will plug the hell out of uh, several podcasts that I obsess over um, and several authors and, uh, and scientists in particular that I think are just phenomenal. Um, none of this is my own discoveries or um, research. This is all me parroting what I've read, what I've learned, and, and what I've come to believe. So I'm not special in that I don't know how to, to, you know, do research in a lab on viruses or um, anything particularly special, but I am good at research and learning and teaching myself uh, new skills or new information. So I want to share a lot of that knowledge with you. And again, to beat a dead horse, um, I very well may be wrong. I welcome you to challenge me. Um, I would ask that you do it respectfully and happy to have conversations with people. I love that. I love debate. Um, I love spirited conversations, but it has to be respectful. So, you know, I, I know that this podcast is going to turn a lot of people off when they hear it, and I am at peace with that completely. 
So my thought is that the people that uh, are open to these kind of concepts and ideas, uh, those are those are my people. Those will be my tribe, and um, I hope that I can learn from all of you, and I hope that this podcast will reach some new experts somehow and uh, will open up some new doors and new uh, people for me to interact with and interview on the show uh, and sort of add to my uh, knowledge base. Um, you know, just a little bit of background. I did a podcast probably, I don't know, eight years ago or so, and I think it lasted a couple of years, and it was a total whim, spur of the moment sort of thing. Uh, my my best friend encouraged me to do it, um, and the topic was all about political philosophy. I, ha- I hate politics. Uh, I'm not into politics. I honestly couldn't tell you who the secretary of this or that is anymore. Um, I sort of wrote that off long ago, and uh, I, I'm not a fan of you know, DC politics or world politics, uh, at all. And I don't portend to know a lot about traditional politics, but on the podcast, we took a deep dive into just political theory, political philosophy, what works, what doesn't, um, the nature of governments, what works, what doesn't. Uh, we discussed a lot of economics. So through that experience, I really, I think probably for the first time in my life started to challenge some of my held long held beliefs, Um, you know, basic things that we learned uh, in high school that were taught as fact. Um, You know, here's, here's a few that will uh, automatically reduce my uh, listenership by, you know, a good 75% probably. But here goes, uh, you know, on, on my former podcast, I interviewed um, a man named Tom DiLorenzo, who wrote several books uh, on Abraham Lincoln. And the overall premise of, of the book was that Lincoln was actually a horrific president. Another guy I had on wrote uh, a very sort of uh, critical book of FDR. And, you know, for people that are Republicans or grew up in a conservative household—that's not such a crazy notion. Um, you know, my—I have family members who um, grew up in that time, or their parents uh, raised them during that time, and would um, say what an awful president FDR was. And you know, if I think if you lived during those times, uh, probably all leaders, all presidents, kings, governors uh, are polarizing figures, and you have some that support them and some that can't stand them, certainly true today. And it's not such a crazy thought that, you know, maybe Abraham Lincoln, someone we hold up in America as perhaps the the greatest president uh, in history, certainly, you know, top three to five, I guess. Uh, But this book makes a really compelling argument that he was a freaking horrific president. And, uh, you know, that, that's a, an example of one of the sort of ideas that uh, I was confronted with that was not easy to just swallow and accept as true. And uh, it certainly challenged everything I thought I knew. Um, but in meeting Tom and uh, interviewing him and reading several of his books and a lot of his articles over the years, uh, you know, I tend to lean more um, in, you know, in his camp on that issue uh, of Abraham Lincoln. 
uh, again, I could be wrong, and uh, I, I have probably gotten fairly biased in some of my opinions, but my whole point in telling you all that is that somewhere along the way, uh, I started to just realize that questioning everything is a healthy practice. And in some cases, you're going to question certain things, and you're, you're going to realize that what you thought all along was, in fact, true. And that's going to be the case a lot of the time. But you'll be shocked if you at least start to challenge some of these beliefs, whether it's about your health or about politics or about relationships or about spirituality or God or anything. Um, you know, things like science that, especially these days, uh, gets thrown around as if science is this final judgment, this uh, fact-based um no room for discussion um, sort of paradigm. And that is certainly not the case with science. Science is extremely faulty uh, from many different perspectives, and we will definitely get into that on a, on a very deep level. But if you can learn to start to challenge some of these beliefs, and I would say question everything, there's no harm in it, you're either going to solidify what you already believed, uh, or maybe you'll start to consider that something else may be true. And I think it's just a healthy, healthy practice. And I think if everyone questioned everything a little bit more, uh, we probably wouldn't be in this predicament we're in uh, as, as a nation and as a planet. Uh, and it would certainly solve uh, a lot of the world's problems. So uh, I think it's a healthy practice physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, and it's also kind of fun. So I'm excited for you to come along on this journey with me. Uh, we're not going to exclusively discuss COVID. Um, that's one of the internal debates that I've had over these months as I plan this podcast. And I guess circling back to one of the first things I said um, on this episode, I I do think that obsessing over COVID and being pissed off about every aspect of it uh, is, is not healthy for me. Um, and frankly, I don't think it's actually the best way to, quote unquote, fight the other side. It's not the best way to win this battle. Um, and I wish I could think of better words to use besides fight and battle. Um, I think that's the way we approach medicine as a culture. We must fight this illness. Um, we, we declare war on cancer. Um, you know, the, the treatments for cancer are, you know, we, we remove something, we, we open you up and cut out a tumor. Uh, we zap you with uh, chemicals uh, or zap you with radiation. And, you know, it, it, it's a really warlike mentality to medicine and you know on a sort of side tangent you know through my political philosophy sort of journey a few years back um i really did become decidedly anti-war um and and that holds true certainly now and it, it it applies to everything so i don't think war or 
battle is is ever really a good solution. It can be fun. It can be fun when you're talking about sports or competition. Um, it's good to defend yourself. And and for the record, that's that's how I feel about war. Look, if we're if we're attacked, I believe we should have some form of a strong military presence so that we can defend ourselves if we're attacked. But I do not believe in wars of aggression uh, or of, of intervention or meddling in foreign affairs. I just uh, I, I don't like it morally, um, economically. Uh, it just has so many horrible ramifications, the, the largest of which is death. Death to our military, the opposing military, and uh, even more sadly, innocent collateral damage, you know, children and, and innocent families, bystanders. So I take the same philosophy with my approach to health, with treatment, with medicine. And I do think that the current paradigm is so effed up. And we think if everything is a war, we must kill it. And we don't, we don't think about healing the root cause nearly as much as we should. And I would almost argue never. We think about killing the virus. We think about treating symptoms. And that to me is the, if, if I had to boil it down to a simple concept, I think we need to focus on healing root causes through natural means, not through pharmaceuticals and and drugs, medications, um, and not certainly by treating symptoms. You know, one great example is uh, a fever. You know, we, we typically think of fever as a sickness. You know, I am sick and I have a fever. Therefore, I must treat the fever to uh, cure this illness. The truth is, in my humble opinion, is that the fever is the cure. The fever is not the illness. The fever is one of the many ways our body, through its innate and beautiful wisdom, staves off illness, rids the body of toxins. It's the way our body heals us. And when you fight a fever, you are doing yourself a disservice almost 10 times out of 10. So that's just one example of the stuff we're going to cover on the show. Um, one example of uh, my sort of philosophy on health, medicine, healing. Uh, but again, and I'm kind of going down a bunch of different rabbit holes here. And uh, I apologize. I hope you're all staying with me and this is not too terribly boring. But I do think it's important for you to know that you know, we will focus on uh, health a lot. Biohacking, I love. I'm a big biohacking nerd. Uh, so we'll talk a lot, of, a lot about cool gadgets and new innovations, new technologies, but also a lot of uh, natural healing modalities. Um, but it won't be just about health and medicine and healing, and it won't be just about COVID. Uh, we'll probably get into some history and a little bit of political philosophy, um, some economics, and, and whatever other topics. I, I think racism is a, a topic that needs to be addressed, sexism, um, 
you know, a lot of the sort of controversial topics, um, I think we should, we should get into. So I have, uh, a bunch of interviews in the can that I'm excited to, uh, to release. Uh, they are largely about COVID, although not exclusively, um, because again, that was the early inspiration for the podcast, but, uh, I do want to cover, uh, a wide array of topics, but all with the common theme of questioning the common narrative, questioning what we thought we knew, and no topic is off limits. So I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun exercise, certainly for me, hopefully for you. I hope that I at least inspire you to start questioning some of your long-held beliefs. And in all sincerity, if uh, only a handful of you can change your way of thinking on some of these issues, I will consider it a major, major victory. Uh, So thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening to my uh, long rant of of a pilot episode, but I think that all of this is valuable information for you to know. And, you know, we'll get into some more personal stuff. I'd love to tell you about my background and some of my health challenges that I've fought through. And, you know, a little bit of that also caused me to question uh, the, the the state of the medical uh, profession, certainly in this country, but also the world uh, at large. So thanks so much for uh, your, your patience and, and your attention and for joining me on this journey. I definitely welcome feedback and I hope to connect with uh, a bunch of you. So you know, shoot me your questions uh, via email. Uh, I will I will put various ways to connect with me in the show notes uh, for each episode, so that it's easy for you to just click and uh, shoot me an email. And uh, I'd love to speak to some of you and uh, have some spirited uh, conversations. If you think of really good guest ideas, I'm, I'm all ears. So please uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Once again, this is Jack Thompson. Uh, Thanks so much, and uh, we'll catch you on the first episode coming up soon. Take care, guys.